Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard explore different ways of building your dream home with your family. Let's hear what they have to say. Mark, a question for you. Have you ever been in your dream home? You know, I, I dream of being home more, but there's a part of it. You know, I'd say that dream home is that is that I meet other people and I look at qualities in their family. And there's times that I go, you know what? I wish we had that within our family. I mean, you mentioned books. Just because you write books doesn't mean you're perfect. And I'm far from a perfect father or a perfect husband. I, I'd long to have different types of relationships within our family, within my home, the way my wife and I treat each other. And I see that in other people. So when I look at other people and see other homes and how they are facilitated and how they work and how they come together, I go, you know, I'd like to have that. So I consider that my dream home. Oh, I see. So, so what do I have? What, you know, and, and where would I like to go and what would I like to see different? I think my dream home would be a, 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 a collection of a lot of different homes into one that I might have one day. You so that's our, what we're going to talk about. Do you think our teens think in those terms? Oh, I know they think in those terms because I have kids coming up to me and they go, we see you and Jan holding hands and I wish my parents would do that. I, we see you and I wish. And, and I, you know what? I mean, anybody can be exposed to a group of kids and they'll find the good things that they long for, and that's how they determine what they want in a, in a future spouse. And so, yeah, I, I think that kids want that desperately. Well, the question is valid for both teens and parents. What do you long for in your family? What makes your dream home? Absolutely. You know, I ask kids all the time, what do you want? And they have a difficult time maybe answering that. But what I find as you start to peel away those layers of the onion of trying to figure out what do they actually want in their life? They have an idea of what they long for. And it's, and it's usually something a little bit different from home because they don't want it if they already have it. But they are looking for new things to build into their relationship, something they want that's different. Perhaps they've seen something that is better and they go, okay, how can I get there? Maybe they don't have a vision that things could be different at home. That's right. You know, and, and, and hope is what brings about the opportunity for something to be different. I tell kids all the time, you know what, even if your parents never change, you can get to a better place. Now, somebody goes, now, wait a minute, you're putting all the blame on parents. No, I'm not, because I tell parents all the time, you can get to a good place even if your kids never Works change. both ways. Yeah. Don't let somebody else control your life in that way. Go after what you desire. It may be a longing that the Holy Spirit has placed in your life that is motivating you and moving you in a direction so that you can offer something not only to your family but other people as well that are around you. All right, well, let's uh, let's talk about establishing a dream home in our mind and then having that goal and that vision to shoot for. Absolutely. You know, Albert Einstein made a comment once in where he defined insanity and said it's doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would ask you the question, Whatever you're doing in your family, is it working for you? <laughs> I mean, is it truly working? Do you feel like this is this is exactly what we wanted? Well, if so, then leave it alone. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
But I mean, there's a part of it where it, if it is broke and it's not working, then then you have to do something different to get something you have to different. Be intentional about it. That's right. You've got to be very intentional. Move toward what you desire and what you long for, and take those steps to get there. But I think you've got to be facing that right direction and say, okay. We want to walk on a different path. What does that look like? And how can you engage your family in a way to, to move to a good place and get them to embrace it as well? Does it start with an assessment of where we are right now? Maybe a little research about uh, how others view what's going on Absolutely. In our house? I think it's looking and saying, hey, give me some input here. Talk to people around you that know you. I mean, the ones that really know you. Just don't talk to people that are going to give you the answers that you want to hear. You know, I, I love a board of directors that I work for that that I trust them when they're right and I trust them when they're wrong. You know, Ooh, that's hard. It is because I go, I don't agree with it, but you know what? I need it. And and I, I trust them even when I think they might be wrong. You need friends around you that can give you input. And when you say, this is what I would like within our family, they may say, you know what? You're the greatest hindrance to it. If they say that, then then follow up on that. Don't ignore it. Somebody has told you, God has just used somebody to expose something to you that you're not seeing. And perhaps that's the reason you're not getting to a good place. It may be you. It may be the way that you operate within your family. It may be that there needs to be some changes and and you need somebody else to encourage you to help make that happen. That's where you go to somebody else and get their counsel. Well, if we've let our home fall into disrepair uh, and we have a dream home in mind, it's going to take a little bit of work to get there, it will, isn't it? will. And there's that acceptance that says, you know, we are where we are. Okay, now what do we do to get to a good place? I mean, there's a ton of programs on TV where people are building their dream homes. And, yeah. and Would and, you like someone to show up and oh, just yeah. do it for and you? And just say, let's just tear it down and rebuild yeah. it. You know, I, it's going to take some work and it's not going to be as fast uh, as as a lot of these shows are, that they're able to do that and may and do a makeover within you know seven days. It's going to take a while. It may take a year for some of these mm. things to happen, but small steps in the same direction will get you to a good place. Now, are you talking about little practical steps along the way? You're talking about the big things. No, I'm talking about little practical steps. It's almost like if you little make a little 2%, a 3% change in, in, in what you're doing, well, over a period of time, that 3% change turns into a massive amount of change later as you start to veer off to one direction. I mean, so just little changes sometimes. It may be this, that you want to have a calm household. You know, it may be because you have one person that is nagging all the time. Mm-hmm. It may be because you're stirring up your child to to rebellion. You're provoking them, and you don't even know that you're provoking them. It may be because you think their curfew needs to be 8 o'clock on Saturday night, and really what they want it to be 10.30, and you don't realize that you're a little bit antiquated in, in what you're doing. And Christian families always have this this propensity to hold on too tight that drives their child to rebellion to get them to release some of that rope and to give them some more freedom. I tell parents all the time, give them the freedom now. It may be just little things, changing a curfew. I mean, making little 2% changes, giving responsibility to a child that they've never had, releasing some of the chores that you do for your kids and requiring them to do it. It's little tiny changes that can make some big, big differences in the future. So extreme home makeover is not going to show up at your doorstep and do it for you. you got to take those little steps at a yeah, time to yeah, get there. Yeah. And Wouldn't that be some, nice? Set some boundaries. Absolutely. Establish some consequences. You know, and then what you do, you know, you get that outside help. 
You let you make sure that everybody understands how we want to operate. I mean, I've said it before. Parenting isn't for cowards. It's not a time for slackers. You don't just sit back and and watch it happen. It parenting is not a spectator sport. It is something you've got to engage in. If you want something different, you've got to make something different. If you want a different attitude, you've got to work on that attitude. And if you're a person like me, you might need help. I mean, when Jan and I went through counseling to change the way that we operate within our family after 20 years of marriage, it was amazing to me how long it took, you know, but that hour a week for a year and a half, sitting down with somebody else encouraged us to get through baggage that we've been dealing with for years and years, and it was time to let it go. We needed help of somebody else. I don't care whether somebody writes books, whether they're on the radio, (laughs) whether they're starting other programs for the kids. They are just as fallible as anybody else, and they need help. They need outside help. So I encourage people, go get some help. And don't forget to ask God for help. Imagine that. (laughs) You know, I mean, in all of it, that's why I wrote this little book, Prayers for My Teen. I want people to, to be hitting their knees every day going, God, help us in the midst of parenting. God, help us in our family. Watch over us. Guide us and direct us. Share your wisdom to us. Show us those arenas of of life that need to change. Show us a new way. Lead us in the way everlasting. Keep us away from those things that are hanging us up. Help me stop the pattern that was once started that needs to change. God needs to be involved in our families. Do you find it hard to instill hope in teens that there can be a a better home, a dream home for them? Yeah, you know, sometimes the hardest thing is dealing with the parents because many parents are like that leopard that won't grow new spots. They don't believe there can be change. I believe that anything can change at any time. You love your teen, but lately you don't recognize them. Your daughter starts talking, acting, and dressing like a total stranger. Your son loses all interest in engaging. You tiptoe around them, trying to get through, but unable to overcome the sudden distance between you. What happened? You're not alone. Situations like this are normal, even in the most wonderful families. Mark Gregston has walked with thousands of families going through difficult times with their teens, and even experienced it firsthand. He's helped them navigate their teens' most difficult years, and he can help you too. In his book, What's Happening to My Teen, Mark shares stories of change, hope, and compassion that will give you insight and wisdom into what's happening in your home and in the heart of your teen. It's not a magic spell to fix everything, but it can give you encouragement and practical advice for the road ahead. You can order What's Happening to My Teen by visiting parentingteenresources.org. Well, we've talked about a lot here today, but just a, a few more ideas. Uh, this yeah. is this is really good stuff. Yeah, Mark. it is. I mean, because this is really the practical aspects. Everybody has a home that they want something different in. And so you begin to look at, at ways to, how do we engage in that? You know, and the best ways to do it is a group. If you try to change your family by yourself, it's not going to happen because you can only change you and your child can only change. But working together, you have the opportunity to work together. I would have a dinner. 
you know, cook the meal that everybody enjoys the most and say, you know what, I just want to have an opportunity to say, what would you like to change within our family? And everybody's got to name something. You go around one time and everybody names one thing. You go around a second time and you'll find that it'll get deeper and deeper what they want to change. Mm. And then at, maybe the third time around or fourth time around, you say this, what would you like to change about yourself? Oh boy! And you will be amazed at the difference. Now, if if you say, you know what, I want a new 52-inch flat panel TV, <laughs> then you're going to keep the discussion at a yeah. surface level. Yeah, that's true. If you say, I would really like to have a respectful family, and you know what, I need to quit yelling so much and being obnoxious. Hmm. Now, if you say that as a parent... That's going to go down a whole new road, isn't it? You will give a license to your child to start sharing places where they would like to see change, and you'll give them the opportunity to have ownership of what they feel like they need to change in their life. And sometimes just admitting that and getting out changes the atmosphere. So have that dinner that you can do that. And then you get together the next week, cook that good meal, bring up another question. Okay, what do we need to do to make those changes? And then the next dinner, it's a week later. Now, this is over a three-week period. How can we help one another make those changes? And then you start writing them down and make a commitment to do it. Maybe acknowledge some of those things that uh, has gone right since oh, you had that first meeting. Yeah, huh? absolutely, and, and point those things out you know, and say we're really seeing a difference. Or say this you know what? I've really been messing up this past week and I apologize for blowing up. I apologize for screaming at you guys. I apologize for for not keeping my temper down. Again, that sets the tone, doesn't it? It does. And then when we set that tone and it's different, it engages with our kids. It's not going to happen by Friday. It's not going to happen within the next 30 days. It's going to happen by a lot of small changes over a period of time that moves you in a different direction. Well, Mark, before we leave today, would you lead in prayer that, that parents and teens alike would capture this vision for what their dream home could look like and then work to that end. Absolutely. Father, we would pray that you would reveal to us what your dream home would look like for us as a family. Whether we're a blended family, where we're a single parent family, where we're a a couple that's doing well or a couple that's doing bad, would you show us what our home might look like so that we may be a a haven of hope, a restful place, a place that our child can come to and know that they can find rest for their soul and be refreshed and invigorated to go back out and attack that culture that they're living in. Father, help us do that. Bring those things to our mind. Help our child know that that's possible possible as well. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.